what is good? It's me, your friendly neighbor nerd, the Babo, and welcome to Babo's Block. If this is your first time joining us here, I would love to thank you for joining us at this block party that we have every single time I step behind the mic. But if this is your 46th, 47th, 50th, whatever time, hey, what up, dog? It is good to see you. Thank you for coming back and hanging out with me, dog. It has been amazing. I want to go ahead and firstly give a shout out to our sponsor for today's show our show is solely sponsored by my patreon patreon is where you can do the most good and best help for bobo's block it is our bread and butter it's how we keep the lights on here at wonderground media studios patrons get exclusive access to a lot of stuff whether it be um kicking it a patreon exclusive um podcasts just for them or it may be money for rocks they'll be able to get that first um all of our bonus episodes go straight to my patreon everything that comes to my patreon um is going to be exclusively put out there first because i want to give back to you guys so if you want to be a part of that if you want to join my patreon go ahead and hit up patreon.com forward slash bobo that's patreon.com forward slash b-o-b-b-o we have multiple tiers for you to look up and see how you can help out. It starts from like a dollar, like a dollar. You have a dollar. If you want to be able to give me just a dollar a month, that would be helpful and lovely. Um, go ahead and check out the tiers that we have. Um, we have a tier that is, uh, it's been, th- uh, I haven't done it in a couple of weeks. We have a tier that is $3,000. And if when you hit that tier, you have bought yourself a Bobo because we're going to go ahead and get married. So meet me at the altar in your white dress. I know I recycled that one, but still. <laughs> um, firstly, thank you, everybody who's been showing me love this week, this past weekend. Um, we have a lot of stuff to get into. Let's go ahead and get into the update. The update um, this week is a bit of stuff. So, um, firstly, I was at River City WrestleCon. I was outside, guys. I was outside doing things. Um, yeah, I went to my first con in like over a year and some change. Um, man, it's the energy felt so good being there, being back at a con. Like I missed it so much. Um, it was very draining and exhausting because of all what we did there. Get to that into a second. But I also got to meet a lot of my favorite wrestlers, my legends. I got to take a picture with Ron Simmons. I got to take a picture with Mark Henry. Um, but I also got to talk to some dope wrestlers. And when I mean talk, I mean interview. So we did an impromptu, not even impromptu, a surprise bonus podcast that went up on Instagram Live. I will be posting the full podcast, edit it and all that stuff, whatever, because Instagram Live was just unedited in the moment. You get all the breaks and pauses and stuff. It's like over an hour and some change. But um, I'm going to edit it up and pop it up on my Patreon because get where? That's where all my bonus material lives. So if you want to hit up Patreon and hear my interview with the real one, Enzo, formerly Enzo Amore from WWE, and also AEW superstar Colt Gunn of the Gun Club, go ahead and hit up Patreon. We also do a roundtable of me and a couple of my friends as well, but I was joined or co-hosted by my um, my tag partner, the Dashing Cam. Um, he was my ace boon coon. He was my right-hand man in the chair um, throughout WrestleCon. It was very fun, very dope. I want to thank you guys again all who tuned into that Instagram live and um had had a blast with us man so yeah super happy about that um next up who um oh if you guys hadn't already seen on my Twitter um I have a guest spot on 
a podcast that I am really enjoying, and I have also, like I said, I'm going to get these guys on here, called Like I Don't See It. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so that podcast, it's up and live now. I'll put it in the description below. I go on there, I'm their guest, I talk about wrestling, talk about my poetry, I talk about all the stuff that is Bobo. We give our Mount Rushmore of anime characters, and we give our top five wrestlers as well. They do an amazing review on A Quiet Place 2, and they give you quick bits um, that is their new segment. Basically, it's there around the net. Um, you guys check out what they have down there. We also talk about Loki. Um, yeah, man, Loki. Who? Uh, I'll get that into the ATN. And it also comes into our, our nerdgasm. But yeah, so um, it, it's a lot. It's a lot. What else? Ah, I am in the final stages of getting back on my pull list ready for you guys i have all the equipment in went through a sound test went through a video test and it looks great sounds amazing i am just ready to kind of put it together and market it properly like <laughs> let you guys know when i'm actually going live and stuff um and yeah like just have fun with it like i really want to have fun with this this is my space for comic book stuff and yeah i think that's oh no 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 um we also have new upcoming info on my next wrestling matches so just to let you guys know what i have for sure booked um i'm going to be down in orlando this friday this coming friday for pro wrestling visions we had a issue or a technical issue um with the last show so we are giving you guys a new another show on this friday um then you guys will be able to also see me again in stark on the 26th um we have a couple other things that will be popping up but i want to make sure they're confirmed and booked properly before i give you guys the info so yeah definitely be in in your ears to the streets for that if you want to see bobby ledger in action oh man i am whew, um trying to think and it should be about everything for the update but yeah like if there's anything that um i missed it'll probably be up on my social media so hit me up at bobo fnn on twitter and instagram um and definitely hit me up on my youtube because you'll start seeing more content coming up soon so mm, dope shit dope shit so I think that is about all I have for the update, like I said. So let's get into Around the Net. And this week's ATN is really good. Um, let's go ahead and start off. <laughs> so there's been a trend sweeping TikTok and um, Instagram and Twitter and all that stuff. It's been this like Adult Swim slash Toonami bumper trend. I love the beat that goes with it, but I love the creative ass ways that everybody has done it from like... um so many influencers to so many just random like people and i i love that people of my age or my era are keeping that alive because like it's dope to see us all have that one common string that one bond that keeps us all like oh man i remember those days like i was talking with the guys um at call like i don't see it and like we had a lot of time where we were just like yeah that was me too like i remember i put um I put Sailor Moon on my <laughs> Mount Rushmore of anime characters because I said everybody remembers waking up every morning, turning on the TV to watch cartoons and Sailor Moon being that last cartoon that you were watching when you left. You were like, oh, all right, let me hold on. Let me just finish this last episode. You have to give Sailor Moon props because we've all had that common experience. Dog. We've all if you haven't like I understand, but like. 
there's too many of us who who fucked with Sailor Moon and guys, girls alike. Like Sailor Moon's that shit. So same thing with Dragon Ball Z, same thing with Bleach, e, and like One Piece. Like we all have these same common bonds. And like that's what I'm saying with this tsunami trend. It's really dope because you get to see how everybody kind of took that era of um <laughs> of Adult Swim and tsunami bumpers. Duh, it was really cool. I've seen people do like little trends for like boondocks and stuff. So yeah. <laughs> all right, so. Um, next up on the docket, we have something that has been coming for such a long time. So we have finally, finally pulled the trigger. And now Cameron Johnson, who plays Luke on Batwoman, has finally been announced that he will be suiting up as Batwing. Oh, oh thank the heavens. Like, I was really waiting for for this day for this announcement because ever since they told me that luke fox was going to be on batwoman i knew we were going to get batwing out of this and i was just patiently waiting um it kind of it kind of sucks how we got here but it's really dope that we finally got here um in the last i think mid-season finale luke got shot but we know he survives because again he's about to be batwing um but yeah we uh, the fox family has been notorious for being in the bat family as well with luke um being batwing and now in future state his brother donning the actual cowl of batman like so yeah but we finally got a look at luke fox's batwing suit it's a little (laughs) it's a little um cw-ish but again this is just prototype one they have been proved on a lot of people such as like mr terrific such as like um wild dog and like um killer frost black canary black and white canary all the suits have upgraded so seeing this first one is just like all right we've got him here now let's upgrade him so yeah i don't even see his wings right now but you know he's probably gonna get the wings and it's gonna be dope so that's gonna be amazing so let's go ahead and um hear from the man himself he this is a quote from um the actor uh and he states honestly it's hard to explain how much it means to me to wear the bat wing suit officially play my first superhero johnson said that to the cw's press release the the main reason i wanted to be in batwoman was for this opportunity to give kids like me another black hero to look up to and relate to it's hard not to smile when i catch myself in the mirror with the bat symbol on my chest i'll keep smiling through every fight scene every awesome stunt every gotham night where batwing is finally in the field and that is literally how i feel like oh my god like we finally have Batwing in the field. Like, I love the chemistry and the um, dynamic they have between him and the current Batwoman, Ryan. And just, like, Luke has been a pivotal part. But, like, he does have his little downfalls or so. Um, <laughs> but, like, he has, he has needed to be in the field for a while. And I'm finally glad they're transitioning from him being the man in the chair to being... Uh, actual helping hand to the bat family and I, they have to really build out the bat family honestly but still that's another day another topic for another day <sighs> so that was that was lovely for me to to see all right so next up um <laughs> this was a, a techie thing for me so um i don't know if you guys may have heard of it the microsoft um duo the Microsoft Surface Duo, I'm sorry. It was a, a bold um, statement from Microsoft getting into the foldable market. And they act- it actually seemed like it did very well, but it, it wasn't for everyone because the price was like legitimately um, like 
I think it was like $2,000. Like it was way more than what you would have really paid for, um, for the thing to be able to do. But now there's actually been a, a, a price drop in it a couple of times. And now you can finally pick one up for about $550. Um, and I actually want, I mean, probably may want to get my hands on one just to see how it is. Um, get myself into a little foldable, a little foldable. That's like not a tablet, but not like a full phone, something that I can kind of play around with. And, and this probably be a good gateway into that so yeah if you guys want to look at a surface duo um go ahead and check it out i believe it is um where is it where is it listed at um it's on woot <laughs> yeah woot has the duo for five on sale for 550 dollars. so yes guys check that out and see if that may be something you would like to get into so mm-hmm all right, next up is movie news. So, in well, not movie news, TV news. So, um, we've got official or we've gotten inside word that the book of Boba Fett has wrapped filming. That comes from Ming-Na herself, the highly acclaimed actress who is the right-hand woman of Boba Fett in, in the series. Um, yeah, she says that they're done. So I can't wait to see what um, happens and how long post-production takes and when they're going to be putting out the book of Boba Fett. So that's going to be something to look forward to. All right, so um, I don't think I, I said this in the... Um, in the live or the the bonus podcast at WrestleCon, but um, wrestler AW star, um, former NXT and WWE star, um, former Ring of Honor, MLW, he's literally done it, everything, been everywhere, New Japan, all that shit. Leon Green or the Leon Green, oh, I'm sorry, the Lionel Green and Leo Rush is his wrestling name, had to unfortunately announce his retirement from wrestling. I have been a, a fan of the guy for many years from the indies, from when he was in his um, tag team with Patrick, um, and also when he came into NXT and WWE and kind of made his mark. He's been cruiserweight champion. He's been, um, like I said, middleweight champion over at at MLW. He's he's held titles in every indie promotion I think he's been in. Um, this guy's done a lot, but he is hanging it up, the man of the hour is calling it a career um it was a major injury he sustained during double or nothing he even said itself it didn't even feel the same didn't even feel like this is something he could bounce back from and that's that's hard i know this is something that i do like not full-time but like for somebody who loves wrestling especially as much as he does it has to be hard to know that you, you, you're probably not going to be able to get back in the ring anymore or doctors won't be able to clear you anymore to get back in the ring. So it may have been a difficult decision, but it's probably the right one for his family and for his health. Um, I do want to thank him for his, his amazing service as a worker and as a wrestler. Thank you so very much, Leo Rush. You will be thoroughly, thoroughly missed. All right. So this one is a grab bag of sorts <laughs> next one in the docket um netflix geeked actually celebrated geeked week um so you probably wondering what the fuck is geeked week geeked week is when they were just pumping out everything that's coming up on netflix that we were going to probably be able to get our teeth out sink our teeth into as nerds geeks and dorks so yeah so um I said this one's a grab bag. First one we have is Transformers War War for Cybertron Trilogy Kingdom. And this one looks to be 
getting into Beast Wars. I'm so excited. Beast Wars was actually my first introduction to the Transformers universe. That is my my heart. I love Optimus Primal, Cheetor, Rat Trap, all of them. I even like um follow the series all the way to Beast Machines. It's crazy. So yeah, so seeing that being integrated into into actual Transformers War for Cybertron slid. Um, I hope they keep the story the same. We'll see how it is when it gets to it. Um, also, next up, Resident Evil Infinite Darkness got announced. Um, we got an announcement for Godzilla Singular Point. Um, that's actually going to be available June 24th. Um, that's a Godzilla anime that's going to be coming out, which looks to be dope. Um, it, first, it gave us the first look at the English dub. Um, good voice cast. Um they also gave us a look at Eden Zero. Um, that looks to be dope. That's going to come out August 26th. They gave us the Shaman King trailer, which looks to be coming out. The Shaman King reboot trailer, which looks to be coming out on August 9th. Um, we got mobile a new Mobile Suit Gundam series called Mobile Suit Gundam Hathaway. That's going to be um, coming out, but they didn't give us a date. Uh, and what else? Oh, and finally, we have our first look at what was taking everybody by storm. He-Man Revelation. I'm sorry, Masters of the Universe Revelation. That looks amazing. Like you get the big fights, you get the the amazing action that Netflix's studios have been known for. You're going to get the lore. You're going to get the magic. You're going to get I have the power. Like it's been 40 years. In, since the original Masters of the Universe. Yes, we've had He-Man re-editions and He-Man um, reboots and stuff like that, but this one is following the story from the original He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, and it looks fucking lit. So I am excited. It's going to be dropping July 23rd. I don't know what they're doing with the... Um, with the the He-Man or the Masters of the Universe live action movie, but yeah, this one is going to be amazing. It's actually directed by Kevin Smith, that Kevin Smith, yeah, Clark's Kevin Smith, the the View to Skew Kevin Smith, one of my favorite directors. So yeah, super excited about that. You guys definitely have to check that trailer out if you haven't. Go ahead and do so. So more information. HBO Max's Velma series um, is actually going to be reimagining the title character as being Eastern, Eastern Asian, and she will be inhabiting a different world without Scooby-Doo or the Mystery Machine. And that's pretty weird, because we shouldn't... So here's my thing. It's going to be interesting to have a different take on a character like this but i don't think she should be velma velma is wonderful i love velma velma is my girl i go to the end of the earth for her but without the crew i feel like or at least being in coolsville or whatever um rendition of the mystery inc universe you're in like I don't think that it will be the same Velma. And I feel like what a lot of people are saying, like they're just using the title character's name, Velma. This is a completely different girl. This is not Velma from Scooby-Doo then. Like this is just a random girl named Velma who wears an orange sweater and has glasses. Um, She's going to be played by Mindy Kaling. Um, Of course, that's like, the Mindy show and office and everything like that. She, she's probably going to do great at the role, but again, like it's not going to be Velma. It's just, I don't know. We could have made Velma East Asian without removing Scooby, Daphne, 
Shaggy and Freddy. That's all I'm saying. But again, can't wait for the show to come out. It's coming out on HBO Max, and we'll see how it goes. Um, a little bit of tech news for you guys. So there's a company called Archer. They have an all-electric flying taxi that promises the world where you can pay at least $40 to escape the hell of traffic. Here's my thing. We are getting away from flying cars and just trying to make very portable airplanes. And this is a very big case for that. Because, like, again, like, this is something that can do vertical takeoff and all that good stuff, whatever. But it's not a flying car. I want a flying car. Why don't I have a flying car? It's 2021. Like, come on, just give me a flying car by now. Jesus. (sighs) All right. Sad news. Um, Not sad. Very joyous, but somber news. The cast of Insecure this current week has finally finished wrapping up filming for the series finale or the 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 in the final season. Um, We got pictures from when um, all the characters had their last day. Issa gave a very, very lovely speech at the end when she was calling for the final rap. Um, you could sense the love, the 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 friendship, and all the, just all the joy and the memories that were made with these people in this show. I just want to say for Issa to do this, it was such a wonderful journey to be a part of as a fan and someone who who literally just came in on this ride and not knowing what to expect people sending me awkward black girl stuff and then now like she took she took off and then boom you went into insecure now she has an entire media conglomerate that's going to take over the fucking world shout outs to a fave Issa Rae thank you for all that you've given us so it's amazing <sighs> all right so um that is uh that is it so here no no no. i want to say so if you guys didn't catch um my thoughts on loki for the call like i don't see it podcast let me go ahead and give you my quick thoughts on episode one i know how we do here we wait until everything is done and then i give you a full introspective of that show loki is again six episodes so we got about six weeks of this and you guys will definitely be able to um, enjoy the ride for Loki because yeah, I want to give you just a quick brief things that I that I felt or that I talked about as well before. So it's so good and it's so different. Loki has really dropped everybody's jaw. It has taken what we known as the status quo for Marvel and thrown that shit out the window, like they've been doing all of Phase Four. But if this wasn't any indication that we're done with everything that we've set in the past of the Infinity Saga, it, this was it. This was how they rewrite the story and give you something brand new by showing you something old. I was worried that because we were using the Loki of the Avengers first movie, he wouldn't have all that character development, wouldn't be the same guy that we fell in love with, but Tom Hiddleston knows how to bring it fucking home, and I enjoyed every ep- every second of this first episode. Cannot wait for the second episode. I was not privy to getting the second episode in my email and watching it or whatever, but yeah. Hopefully, um, second episode drops Wednesday. I'm going to Watch that. Put that in my eyeballs. It's going to be amazing. I've already heard it's amazing. Um, I have my thoughts on it, 
but I'm going to wait for it to play out because Marvel has shown us our theories mean shit. Like <laughs> nothing we've we've called has come to fruition, except for a couple of things or whatever. But yeah, nothing we've called has come to fruition. So you guys just strap in for the ride. Um, Loki's going to be something that's going to be like a roller coaster. I'm excited about it, and I think you should be too. Hopefully, we'll be able to get something amazing out of um, this lead-up into the next Doctor Strange, um, Spider-Man No Way From Home. And I think this is also setting up a couple of bigger things that we may need to see down the line. Because there are some characters that are that are not mentioned, but the people that are there have deep strong connections to them and they are characters who are like a part of other books and universes like um i would say mobius mobius is a big fantastic four guy like he shows up in a lot of fantastic four books um he, and like i said um there are a lot of people that I want to talk about that we 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 should like say keep an eye on so yeah um loki great trip Go watch it if you haven't. I'm not going to give any spoilers or anything. Going to give wait till the introspective. But you guys, please go watch Loki. So good, so good. So now with that, we're going to go ahead and get into the musical break. This week, um, I'm going to give you something a little bit. Probably get us. I don't know if it give me get us copyrighted and flagged. But um, it is Veg Out by Masego. Um, you guys enjoy it. I shall be back and we'll talk about dope ass black black people in sci-fi, man. Dope black women specifically in sci-fi. So, hit you up after the music break. Peace. Yeah, yeah. Wow, wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I wanna veg out. I don't really care what you're talking about. I just wanna waste some time. I just wanna rest my mind. Yeah. I wanna veg out. I don't really care what you talk about. I just wanna waste some time. I just wanna rest my mind. We can turn up or turn down. We can wait a while, don't wanna burn up. If you're doing favors, I would turn up. I just wanna show you I'm deserving. Yeah, yeah. You say that this better pay off. Waste time like you got a day off. Hit you with the same old song. You can turn that off, that off like Ooh, stop it I'm just switching through these topics This ooh is lavish I'm just breaking through the silence Yeah, I wanna fetch out I don't really care what you're talking about I just wanna waste some time I just wanna rest my mind Yeah, I wanna fetch out I just wanna waste some time. I just wanna rest my mind. Yeah. I wanna get down. Hey, get down. Hey, I wanna get down. I want you to see me as the seasons, like the winter and the fall. Yeah. I want to believe there is a reason that we seem to get along. Like we could trade playlists. Lay up, kick back, and listen Fall into a moment It's all on you, no pressure Like, ooh, stop it I'm just switching through these topics This mood is lavish I'm just breaking through the silence 
Yeah, I wanna fetch y'all. I don't really care what you're talking about. I just wanna waste some time. I just wanna rest my mind. Yeah, I wanna fetch y'all. I don't really care what you're talking about. I just wanna waste some time. I just wanna rest my mind. Yeah. I wanna fetch y'all. Hey, thank you guys for joining me back here at Bible's Block. Um, yeah, man. So let's go ahead and get into um, this conversation. So I've been looking around and I've really has to celebrate what Loki is showing a lot of people that I, I really didn't expect for it to to kind of do. Um, let's talk about black women in sci-fi. Um, let's go ahead and start with Loki. So, Loki has an amazing cast. Oh, so such a great A-list cast. But there was one standout for me throughout the entire show because I love her so much. Um, Wunmi Musaku, her portrayal as Hunter B-15 was such a good, like, juxtaposed character for Loki for someone who was so braggadocious so narcissistic someone so like I am a god literally telling these people on multiple occasions that I am a god and he was so humbled especially by her first scene out the gate when she walks through the through the portal door she comes in is like yo come with us and he's like what what are you talking about who the who the hell are you people and she was like okay cool we're gonna have to do this the hard way and she busts him in the mouth with that time stun gun my god she was like yeah you're kind of like floating in time but you feel every single second of this <laughs> yeah i'm just gonna put this collar on you real quick and yeah it's from from jump she was a very powerful and take no shit character and i love that let's talk about her in general in the last few roles that i saw her in if you guys have not watched or have not listened to a lot of these shows back when i um, was starting to back up um Check out Lovecraft Country. She played the big sister Ruby in Lovecraft Country. And it's such a good show. And she was such a great character. Um, she has her own arc, her own story that goes throughout the, the, the first season. And I just love to see what happens with um, Ruby and how her her story kind of comes to comes to head at the, the se- season finale or so. Um, but her better like i would say wouldn't say better but a more powerful role that she did it wasn't sci-fi but it was horror it was the movie called his house she like 
she takes you there like my god so the show the show lovecraft country she had a a a supporting role she was like said the sister to um journey smollett's letty um she was ruby and she was just kind of like there on the sideline but his house that was her moment like she was lead actress she gave you everything i sat and watched his house um and it was such a good film like you get a good good scare out of it like my god amazing if you haven't taken take a chance go on netflix watch his house um it is it is a ride that you won't forget but but alongside her she also had some other dope ass black women um, with her, well, she also had another dope as black woman with her, um, Gugu Mabatha Raw. She plays Ravana. So yeah, Ravana is very interesting because we know, um, that Ravana Renslayer is a comic book character and she's a very pivotal comic book character because she has a, a relationship with a one King, the Conqueror. We don't see much of of um, Ravana in this episode. She was Loki's um, kind of like presiding judge of his crimes and everything like that. But she is going to be something very, very important down the line, I feel. like I don't feel like this is like a one-off thing for her. Same thing with Owen. Same thing with um, with Wumni. <laughs> yeah, with Wumni Musaku. I don't think these are one-off roles. I don't think they are just kind of in the Loki show and then done. I feel like these characters are going to be setting up for something a little bit more permanent, especially with what they're setting up now. And now that I see people such as, um, Ravana Renslayer and, um, Mobius being portrayed as like humanoid characters and not like their cosmic ethereal selves, like they're in the comic books. I can see where they're going with Jonathan Majors and Kang the Conqueror. This is going to be very, very interesting when we get down to Quantumadium and we have this trickle back tie-in from Loki all the way from the beginning of Loki to now, um, where we will be in, in Ant-Man's Quantumanium, or Ant-Man and the Wasp's Quantumanium. But the roles for black women in sci-fi have always stretched hard and stretched back to my first black woman, our first black woman I've seen in sci-fi. Um, of course, I'm talking about Star Trek's Aurora. Um, Naito Aurora, she is portrayed um, by the actress, sorry, Nichelle Nichols. Um, she later reprised the role for the first six Star Wars films, and like I said, she literally, she literally um, put black people in space. She was the main one who was out here doing and <laughs> doing communications and stuff like that. But like you saw a black woman on national television on Star Trek, Gene Roddenberry's mind, such a oh, like such a vision, and. Putting Aurora in a pivotal position, especially a position on the bridge, and putting her in a, a speaking speaking role like that really paved the way for people of color to see themselves in the future, man. And like I said, we get to see people like uh, who, like I said, someone else in the Marvel Universe, Tessa Thompson, be Valkyrie. You get to see Gina Torres be Mal from Firefly. You get to see... You get to see another Star Trek 
um, powerhouse in the form of Sonequa Martin-Green as Michael Burnham. Now, if you guys haven't gotten into Star Trek Discovery, I uh, implore you to get into it now. Like, the seasons are up on, on Paramount Plus, which used to be CBS All Access. And honestly, it was the only reason why I wanted to get that streaming service or CBS All Access in the first place, because it had Star Trek Discovery on there. And I loved um, Sonequa Martin-Green's performances in The Walking Dead, and I loved her in other, other little shows and little roles that I saw her in. So to see her taking a lead role, especially with with the with the 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 cast that she had behind her and at her side, like my God, it is such an amazing thing that we um that we got to really see and actually enjoy. Like I said, um, because seeing the 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 specific black woman by the side of Michelle Yeoh playing Captain Philippa Giorgio, like, like two powerful women of color just out here doing the damn thing. It's such a lovely thing. And just like seeing black women who aren't damsels in distress, who aren't victims, who aren't someone's slave or anything like that. People who are really out here just being badass and taking no shit is such a lovely, refreshing thing to see because hearkening back on to Issa Rae, like I know when it comes to people, they're like, you, you're talking about sci-fi. How's Issa Rae playing the part of this? Issa Rae is literally an amazing catalyst of showing that black people can do anything. Like we don't always have to be in a very hard hitting or like a, a tragedy type role, or we don't have to expose trauma to get the best out of a black actor or actress. We can just be normal. We can just be people chilling in space. We can be commanding officers. We can be red shirts. We can be um, time travelers. We can be someone who's just, out and about and all of a sudden the alien comes down and they're like oh you want to go for a ride and he's like yeah let's do this shit like we could just be normal we don't have to have some traumatic experience attached to this even though yes all these characters and some of them are especially with um hunter b15 we don't know that a lot of their a lot of b 15 backstories. We know a lot of Michael Burnham. She had a, a very, very tumultuous childhood and, and tragic past, and especially with everyone blaming her for what happened and, and um the in the in the the treason that she caused or whatever. Like it's it legit um it plays to them being a fully fleshed out character rather than my trauma is what makes me. It, it's more their character that they perceive that you see as them just being people and black women are such a great, like there's such a great way to show that anybody can literally be in this universe and, and make whatever they want out of them. Black women have been doing super superhuman feats on a daily basis and for them just to have the luxury to be normal is such a lovely lovely thing for me to just portray. Like cuz Hunter B15, she's doing her job. She's doing it by the book. She makes sure that everything is taken care of and like what does she do? Like she's just trying to get home at the end of the shift, and here comes fucking Loki. She's like, "I'm not taking your shit." Um, 
the the action scenes usually involved her chasing after Loki or that fight scene that her and Loki had. Very good and very lovely choreographed. Like it's a it's just a dope thing to see black people existing in space, in sci fi, in time travel. People like Martha Jones, people like like Danny Pink. We 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 have these these companions who just tag along. Like, and Martha, Martha's a great example of someone who doesn't let her trauma define her, even though she is pining after the doctor. She is the only companion that was like, I can't do this. I'm going to go home. I'm going home. Like, but she still has her own time traveling adventures without the doctor. It's, it's, it's a lot to be said about just the scope of black actors who are being in sci-fi and in, um, damn it, I didn't turn my phone out. Um, yeah, who's been in sci-fi and everything like that. Like, I am legitimately in awe of all the stuff that's been coming on and progressing over the years, man. I'm just, uh, so lovely. So lovely. So, I I think that's all the thoughts I have about seeing black women and black, black characters in sci-fi films and movies and television shows, like... I just want to see more of it. I want to be able to see myself and see my sister, see my mom, see someone who, again, like my favorite sci-fi sci-fi show is actually Homeboys in Outer Space. Like it wasn't over the top, like oh we black. Like it was just two dudes going about around space, solving wacky ass missions that they were given to by their boss and stuff. Like, and you can do that with anybody, but it was homeboys in outer space, which I still want to make that. Um, <laughs> I still want to make that appreciation podcast for homeboys in outer space. So I may still get into it, um, into the hoopty and do that. So <laughs> who knows? We'll see, man. So yeah, I, I, I want to thank you guys for joining me today here. Thank you guys for tuning in every week that you do. Um, wouldn't be able to do any any of this without you guys. Uh, I know last week's episode was a bit long, so I'm trying to give it a little bit of a shorter one for this week. Thank you guys for listening to me every single time I get behind this mic. Um, links in the description below for all the stuff that I had um, over the past week and all the stuff that I'm coming up. So, yeah, definitely check those out and um, check out that interview that I did with Call It Like I Don't See It. And I'll definitely have those guys on our podcast soon. Like, I want to be able to sit down and rock out with them, have them talk to you guys. And you guys, like I said, um, chill with the crew over there, man. AD and, AD and Greg, you guys are so dope. Thank you guys for having me on again. Um, if you guys want to check out anything that I'm doing, definitely hit up my social medias. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at BoboFNN. That's B-O-B-B-O-F-N-N. And, um, yeah, go ahead and hit up my YouTube. That is the Friendly Neighborhood Nerd Bobo and Bobby Ledger Wrestling. Um, and hit up my Facebook at your Friendly Neighborhood Nerd Bobo. Um, that's on Facebook. <sighs> I think that's about it, man. Thank you guys again for joining me. I will be back next week, and we will have more stuff to talk about, all right? Peace. <laughs>